0: Custom made for a purpose from the book unstoppable by Nick Vujicic Custom made for a purpose When my parents exhausted all the medical resources in Australia They sought help for me in Canada and the United States and anywhere else in the world that offered hope and information They never did uncover a full medical explanation for my condition, though many theories were offered. My brother Aaron and sister Michelle were born a few years later with the standard package of limbs, so a genetic defect did not appear to be the problem. After a while, the why of my creation became far less important to my parents than the how of my survival. How would this boy learn to be mobile without legs? How would he care for himself? How would he go to school? How would he ever support himself as an adult? None of this concerned little baby me, of course. I had no idea that my body wasn't the standard issue. I thought people stared at me because I was so adorable. I also believed I was indestructible and unstoppable. My poor parents could hardly contain their fears as I routinely flung myself like a human beanbag off the couch and onto the floor, over car seats and around the yard. You can imagine their concern when they first caught me skateboarding down a steep hill. Look, Mom, no hands. Despite their loving efforts to provide me with wheelchairs and other apparatus, I stubbornly developed my own approaches to mobility. The skin on my forehead grew as thick as the own approach as the soles of most feet because I insisted on raising myself from a prone position by bracing it against walls, furniture, or any other stationary object, and then slowly wriggling my way upright. To the horror of many an innocent bystanders, I also tended to plunge into swimming pools and lakes, After I discovered I could swim and remain buoyant by keeping a bit of air in my lungs while paddling about with my little foot. That handy little appendage would prove to be invaluable after an operation was done to separate two fused toes, allowing me to manipulate them with surprising dexterity. With the arrival of cell phones and notebook computers, I could use my foot to type and text, which also proved to be a blessing. I eventually learned to focus on solutions rather than problems, on doing instead of stewing. I found that when I got rolling on something, there was a snowball effect. My momentum picked up and my problem-solving powers increased. It's said that the universe rewards action, and that certainly has been true for me. Day by day, God has revealed His plans for me. Your fears and concerns will be diminished too if you turn them over to Him and act in faith, working on solutions, building momentum, and trusting that God will show you the path. You will still face challenges and frustrations, they are part of life. Yet, when you put your faith in action, you tend to be unstoppable, seeing obstacles as opportunities to learn and grow. Honestly, I mean it always, welcome challenges. Sometimes when they occur, I want to ask God, haven't you given me enough to deal with But time and again, I've been able to apply what I've learned, and come out the better for the experience, as difficult as it may have been. I have had so many of these learning opportunities. I should be master of the universe by now. As you might imagine, my greatest hurdles came in adolescence. The time in life when we are all trying to figure out who we are and how we fit in or don't fit in. Even though I had many friends and was popular in school, there were bullies who tormented me. More than once, cruel comments were thrown my way. Despite my naturally optimistic and determined spirit, I became increasingly aware that I would never look like everyone else, nor would I be able to do all the things that normally configured people can do. As much as I tried to make jokes about my lack of limbs, I was increasingly tormented by the thought that I would be a burden on those who loved me because I wouldn't be able to support myself. My other great fear was that I would never be able to marry and have my own family because no woman would want a husband who couldn't hug her, protect her, or hold their children. In those adolescent years, I fretted constantly, and my thoughts turned dark. I could not imagine why God would create me to suffer such deprivation and loneliness. I wondered if He was punishing me or if He was even aware of me. Was I a mistake? How can a God who loves all His children be so cruel? Between the ages of eight and ten, those darkening thoughts triggered despair and destructive impulses. I began contemplating suicide. I'd find myself plotting to leap off a high ledge or to drown myself in the bathtub, where my parents had no fear of leaving me since I had learned to swim. Finally, I did make an attempt at suicide in the bathtub when I was 10 years old. I tried a couple of times to roll and hold my face underwater, but I could not go through with it. I kept thinking of the grief and guilt that would burden my parents for the rest of their lives if I took my own life. I could not do that to them. At that lowest point, I couldn't see that my life had a purpose. If I couldn't support myself and wasn't worthy of love from a woman, what good was I? My fear was that I'd float through life alone and a burden on my family. My youthful despair was rooted in a lack of faith in myself, in my purpose, and in my Creator. I could not see my path, and so I did not believe it was possible for me to have a purposeful and fulfilling life. Because God had not granted my request for a miracle that would give me arms and legs, I lost faith in Him too. You may have had a similar experience. Maybe you are dealing with a challenge right now. If so, please understand just how wrong I was and how limited my vision had become because of my loss of faith. I forgot that God does not make mistakes and he always has a plan for us. In the years that followed, his plan was slowly revealed to me, and my life unfolded in ways I never dared to dream. My parents encouraged me to reach out to my fellow students and to trust that most would accept me. When I did that, I discovered they were actually inspired by my stories of overcoming my disabilities some even thought i was funny their acceptance motivated me to speak to student organizations and church groups the positive response to my speeches opened my eyes over time i realized that one of my purposes was to inspire people to overcome their own challenges and to bring them closer to god if they were willing I came to believe in my own value. My faith in God grew stronger and stronger the more I acted upon it. When I put faith into action and embarked on a career as an international speaker and evangelist, I was rewarded with a joyful and incredibly rewarding life that has taken me around the world, introduced me to millions of people, and Custom made for a purpose. From the book Unstoppable by Nick Vujicic.